Hello and welcome. This is Karen Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Before we get started, I'm going to do a shout out to Rocking Priscilla. She left an iTunes review. Thank you so much for taking the time and making the effort to leave a review. She said, I'm new to your podcast and have loved listening. I'm sharing them with my daughter too. Thank you for this great work. How awesome. Yippee skippy. You and your daughter. This actually happens quite a bit. I'll have parents and moms that will be sharing it with their kids and sometimes their kids are away at college and they'll have these coffee talk sessions around it. So it's so awesome to hear that you get to spread this with the people that you love the most. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And have you left your review yet? If not, go to the show no links and leave a review. Not only does this give me feedback and I'm going to do a shout out to you, but it also helps spread the show. So let's go and do that. Today's show is about becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable. And right now in my life, if you can notice, I'm a bit stuffed up. I'm sick. And Tuesday, I started not feeling so good. I was coaching and, and I started like, just kind of like, huh, something's a little off. And when I got done coaching, I had all these grandiose plans of doing all this admin work and getting all this stuff done and ripping and roaring. And I was done. I was fried and done. And I started getting sick. And I still had these grandiose plans that I was going to go to one of my favorite things I love, love, love is Yanidra Yoga. Yanidra Yoga. Go Google it, look it up, try to find one. Basically, it's yoga where you get to lay on the floor and then eventually fall asleep. You're really not supposed to, but that is what we do there. And it's there's meditation at the end. And I love it, love it, love it. And I usually go on Tuesday nights and I went to bed. I was not feeling good. And I thought, oh, I'll be fine the next morning. <laughs> was not fine the next morning. And here I am today recording this podcast just for you. So I've had to overcome my own discomfort because I don't like to be ill. It gets in the way of all the things that I want to do, including me going to my Yanidra class. It's Yin, Y-I-N, Nidra, N-I-D-R-A. Love it. One of my favorite things. So we're going to talk about becoming uncomfortable with the uncomfortable. And I'm going to talk about today why we are afraid of being uncomfortable, the benefits of becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable. Really, there are benefits. Trust me on this. I'll soon share. And then why the alternative sucks if we don't want to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Let's start with, why are we afraid of being uncomfortable? Well, what do you think? What are your reasons for being not wanting to be uncomfortable? So I don't want to be uncomfortable and be sick. It doesn't feel very good. Um, I can indulge in this is going to take forever and how long. And there's that whole uncertainty aspect that we just, none of us like. Um, It gets in the way of the things that we want to do, right? When we're uncomfortable. And I'm not just talking about physical illness. I'm also just talking about when you are vulnerable, when there's uncertainty, when there's emotional exposure, when you're having that courageous conversation, whether it's for your, with your boss, like advocating for a raise or promotion for yourself or it's with your spouse when you're trying to establish boundaries of what's okay and what's not okay and how you want to be in the relationship or uh, how you want to be treated. 
So there's so many different ways to be uncomfortable. And there's also just the physical, like being sick. And also there's the other aspect of physical discomfort in terms of moving your body and getting fit and challenging your body. So often we don't want to be uncomfortable because it doesn't feel good, right? Like we all want to have just the party in our life, feel really good, sit on the beach, drink blue drinks, be totally, have this party of a life, live in the promised land, no pain, lovely. Unfortunately, that's not real life. (laughs) So there is going to be the discomfort. The other problem that we have with being uncomfortable is that we're concerned, can I handle this? Can I physically handle this? Can I emotionally handle this? Or we argue with it that this shouldn't be happening. One of my clients, she was saying that the last 48 hours, it was kind of a doozy. Her basement flooded. She was at the vet with her dog who had to have emergency surgery for having something stuck in his throat. And she got an upset email from her uh, daughter who's at university. And those were the, you know, last 48 hours. It was kind of a doozy. And instead of her go-to of arguing that this shouldn't be happening, one of the things she learned from coaching with me was, I can handle this. And, and she stole one of my favorite sayings, of course, this is happening. Not that you want any of that to happen, right? A flood in a basement or having to take your doc, dog to the ER for an emergency surgery or having one of the people that you love the most in the world be upset with you, right? But of course, this is happening. And when we can be willing to be comfortable, we can move through it. And so that becomes so, so important is that we believe we can't handle it but you can. And you are way more resilient than you realize. And so we we run around trying not to be uncomfortable and we argue with it shouldn't be happening. And what that only does is it creates dirty pain. So in her case, if she was arguing that really we shouldn't be flooded in our basement, like that belief doesn't help her. It doesn't get her anywhere because the reality is her basement is flooded. And so the clean pain is the basement being flooded. The dirty pain is thinking it shouldn't be that way. So you're adding more pain on because of your thinking it shouldn't be happening. I used to always go through this when something was coming out of left field and I wasn't expecting it. And I'm like, oh, but this shouldn't be happening. Especially like if I'm on vacation and there's a work issue, this shouldn't be happening. Don't people know I'm on vacation? They may know, but they don't care. Their problem's urgent, right? So I give you that in the sense that when you think it shouldn't be happening, that creates more pain. And that's what we call dirty pain. And instead, the benefits of being comfortable with the uncomfortable is way less taxing on your energy. Like she had all those shit storms that went through in the last 48 hours and she showed up and she's like, well, this is what happened. And I have the saying that I can handle this. And I just said, oh my gosh, I hope you have that written down, you know, someplace like in your wallet, on your phone. And she's like, I have it everywhere in my wallet, in her purse, you know, post-it note on her win- uh, her mirror, in her bathroom, put it everywhere to remind you that this, I can handle this, which is way more empowering. Not that we need to go look for trouble people because we don't, right? It's just about understanding that when these things happen, that we can handle it. We can be uncomfortable and come out the other end. The other thing that one of my clients in my enough groups has is great saying, I love it, is that um, circumstances and feelings don't last forever, right? Like this, for instance, going back to the flood, the flood is going to, I mean, there's going to be, you're going to have to be a hire somebody, it's going to be a pain and some things are going to be damaged. 
but it's not going to last forever. We're going to be able to move through it. These feelings that we have, they're going to pass by too. They don't pass by when we argue and we don't want to be uncomfortable. When we think that it shouldn't happen, that's when we actually hold on to them longer. So we don't want to not be uncomfortable because actually it sticks around longer. So when you are have the benefits of being comfortable with uncomfortable, it's less taxing on your energy. It allows you to focus on the uncomfortable. And you're like, Corinne, why do I want to focus on the uncomfortable? Really? I want nothing to do with the uncomfortable. I get it. I really do. Here's the thing is that when you can focus on the uncomfortable, you can get to what the root cause is. What is the problem? Right? So with my client, one problem was there was water in her basement. Okay. So how that water got in there, I don't know, but you could look at, okay, well, what do we need to do? Well, we need to get the water out. Who can we call that can help that? How can we ensure that this doesn't happen in the future? With the dog, the root cause is there's something in his throat. Thank goodness I can have a vet who can do surgery, who we trust and we like, right? So when you can get to the root cause, you can deal with the circumstance and then you can hopefully solve the issue. And I say hopefully is that not something, sometimes things don't get resolved. We don't have that fairy tale ending, right? Prince Charming sweeps Cinderella away and we live happily ever after. We all know what my favorite fairy tale is, Cinderella. So when you are comfortable with the uncomfortable, you can solve the issues. Your more resourceful self shows up in your life and figures it out. Like one of the things I say is, this is figure outable, or I'm resourceful, right? I can do hard things. And I remind myself that as I'm feeling this, this too shall end. Still any of those sayings and practice them. Because the reality is that when you're feeling uncomfortable, it's not going to be there forever and you can move through it. And here's the thing, my friend, the alternative sucks. You may think, no, no, Corinne, and my clients try to convince me of this all the time. They're like, no, no, Corinne, I'm just going to hang out in this hallway. I don't really want to go out into the arena and face being uncomfortable and dare greatly like Brene Brown says. Like, I'm just going to hang out. There's this picture in their workbook where it's this hallway that is in a dungeon and they always want to try to convince me that that's where they need to stay and they're fine. I'm safe. The problem is, is that when we stay in that hallway, I also remind them that in that picture, there's rats and mold and no sunlight and it's stuffy and musty. It's not very comfortable. But when we don't allow ourselves to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, the alternative is we push down that discomfort. The ways that people typically do it, overeat, overspend, overwork, hide away on Netflix, um, buy too much stuff. We use all those numbing techniques. We push it down. Or we try to do the brilliant thing of run away from it. And here's the problem with all of this. Wherever you go, there it is. That discomfort, you haven't left it behind. You've just pushed it down or you've tried to outrun it, but then it shows up with you. And one of the things that happens after a while when you're not willing to be uncomfortable is resentment will come up right? Which can be really toxic. So instead, feel it because otherwise you might blow if you keep pushing it down, if you don't have that difficult conversation about boundaries. And then that resentment can come up with this person because they're violating your boundaries, but you've never really had a conversation about it with them. And we don't want to blow and go gladiator on somebody else or go gladiator on ourselves. So let's circle back. 
You aren't sure that you can do it. So that's why we don't want to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. We think it's going to last forever, but my friend, it's not. The benefits are so much less taxing on your energy. You can focus on solving the discomfort at the root level and you get to move through it. That's what we want. We want to move through it, not run away from it. We want to be with it and move through it, come out the other side. And then you get to be really proud of yourself. You're like, yay me, look at what I did. And my clients that have learned how to become comfortable with the uncomfortable, they actually live really good lives, right? Because they've been able to move through it and they realize how strong and resilient they are and how capable they are. And then when the hard things comes, they remind themselves that, oh yeah, I can do hard things. And yes, of course, there's that voice in the back of your head that wants to say, but Karen, it's okay. I, I'm just going to take the alternative. I'm not going to become comfortable with the uncomfortable. I'm just going to run away or push it down. But that alternative sucks. Pushing it down and running away never end well. So the beauty in the mass of becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable is you become resilient. You're able to handle hard things in life. And let's face it. There are lots of hard things we all have to face and overcome. Tell me a person who hasn't told you a story that could break your heart. We all have them. We all have different stories and no need to say that my trauma isn't like somebody else's trauma. There's no such thing as the trauma Olympics. We all have uncomfortable things that we go through in our lives. So it's time to become comfortable with the uncomfortable. Let's just do it. Lean into it pay attention to it, feel it, understand what's the root cause of it and move through it. And I get it. This sounds so great on this podcast. You're like, yippee skippy. Okay, this is great. But then how the heck do you do this in real life, in the real world? Come on, Corinne, I get it. There's that voice in the back of your head that's questioning this. And I understand you've got to go out and practice it and you've got to be willing to be uncomfortable and you go and lean into the discomfort. But for those of you that struggle doing this alone, you may need to reach out to somebody else. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a, you know, a colleague, reach out to them. And for those of you that don't feel comfortable there, (laughs) isn't that ironic? I've got just the thing for you. Have you heard about my enough coaching program? This is where we take the concepts of the show and the teachings here and take the intellectual knowledge and implement them and integrate them into your real life. This is where you will practice in a very safe space of how to become comfortable with the uncomfortable. How do you do that and how do you practice it and show up? And we will do that and you'll become comfortable. And then you end up like my two clients that I talked about today where One says, I can handle things. And the other says, hey, there's no circumstance or feelings that ever last forever. I can do this, right? And that's the kind of empowerment. That's the resilience that we talk about. And again, this can be for creating loving relationships, doing meaningful work, your own personal development. Those are the areas of our lives. It's, you know, how do we show up to be the leader of our life, both personally and professionally? So I'm going to be opening up the Enough group soon. We're going to have a new one starting in 2019, but I'm going to be opening up registration and I don't want you to miss out if this is what you're interested in. So get on the wait list get yourself on that wait list. There'll be a link in the show notes. Make sure you get signed up so you're the first notified and can get into the next group that I have. Until next time, I'm smiling big for you. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting. 
never been so wild.